it's about that time. For the inside trip. You know that nasty trip. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Are you ready? And we're back. What's up, wrestling fans? Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Yes, we are back. The Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, also known as the Ben and Brandon Show. Emphasis placed on Ben. This is episode 39 of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. You know me, I'm Brandon. And as always, joined alongside with me is... The man, the myth, the legend, my favorite co-host, partner in crime, the guy with all the funniness, Ben Watson. How about them Bengals, baby? I hate you. Yeah. I, hate you. I knew that was coming. The Bengals. I hate you. Won a football game against your lowly Browns, and we are the best team in Ohio. Minus maybe Ohio State, but we are the best team in Ohio. I don't know. So who day, baby? Uh, who cares, baby? You had to start with that. You had to start with that. You just killed oh, my man, mojo. Oh, man, we whooped you guys today. You did. I, mean, I got to watch it with you, We're and that was awful. fun. We're awful. We are so bad. Uh, yes, we are kicking off this podcast. I'm in a lowly spirits because, as Ben just said, we just spent the last three hours watching the uh, 0-3 Bengals take on the 0-3 Browns. That was embarrassing. Them all <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> the Bengals won. God, yeah, God damn it. Who day? All right, all right, all right. Um, anyway, as I said, this is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. Catch us uh, on all your favorite podcast locations Spreaker, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Send us an email if you want to. The Inside Trip One at gmail.com. I don't know. What's up, Ben? I'm doing great. Man. I know you're doing great. I'm having a good time. I hate you. you sound a little, uh, apathetic right now and i think it's probably you know look when your team gets beat down that bad uh but me i'm doing deep in the last two years i've seen one win yeah that, one freaking win in two years that hurts that sucks hurts. i've got i had a better college wrestling record sucks. than the browns did football record barely and that's, and that's not good barely <laughs> so what's going on wrestling fans so last week we got a ch- we had a chance to break down um a little bit about uh, our fantasy wrestling league, which I'm pretty geeked about I'm still. Pumped. Everybody's confirmed. We're all in. November I got some, 11th draft day. I got some strategies, man. I might be looking no bickle in the first round for me if I got a top pick. You are a closet Penn State fan. No, he scores a lot of you points. You love Penn State. Bo Nickel you need scores. a t-shirt. Bo hey, Nickel scored if there so many points. Any Penn State fans out there that would like to send Ben a t-shirt, he will wear it. He is a closet I, diehard I Penn State fan. I, I don't know if I would wear it. But anyways, I'm pretty excited about that. And we got to kind of break down our, uh, I guess. Way too early. Yeah, way too early. Which, hell, we might do it again. But, you know, sometimes you just get so excited for wrestling season or for college season that, you know, you want to talk about it. So we broke down our picks from um, 125 to 157 last week. and I think Championship picks? Yeah, champ picks. And I think we'll do the same for this week. You want to run back those championship picks again just real quick? I think at 125, I picked Tomasello. You picked Tomasello. Yep. 33. I went with Gross, although I was kind of leaning Brock. You went with Meechick. Correct. 41, we both went with Heil. 49, Correct. we both went with Rutherford. And 57, we both went with Nolf. Pretty so, vanilla. Yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty vanilla. vanilla. What are you supposed to do? At 49 and 57, are you supposed to go non-vanilla? I mean, you're silly if, if you pick somebody besides those two guys, right? Yeah, and I think we'll get into more of this 
more of this later as we go through the uh, 165 to heavyweight picks. But this season just seems so – it just seems weird in a way that, I mean, I may be wrong. Maybe I just haven't been paying attention long enough or really paying that much attention, which I'd like to think that's not the case. But, like, we're witnessing some of the greatest college wrestlers yeah. of all time finish their careers this season. It's it's insane. Um, but speaking of, so we, we both picked Heil at, uh, at 41. And why not? I mean, he what took fourth as a freshman, then he's won back-to-back national championships. I think he's won 64 out of his last 65 matches, something like that. Yeah. Something insane like that. But did you see the? Uh, did you happen to see the interview that that Mark Bader did when he was on 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 site or on campus with Ohio State? The Keyshawn Hayes interview. Yeah, I saw it. Did you? I found. I watched it. it. I found it to be a little. I don't know, just kind of odd. What do you call it? Disrespectful? It really goes to the fact that Dean Heil gets no respect when it comes (laughs) to the college wrestling landscape, man. I mean, he's he's really on path to become one of the greatest Oklahoma State wrestlers of all time. He's on pace to have a better career than Zane Rutherford. 4111 as opposed to what? 5111? I mean, he is, right? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about just strictly finishes at the NCAA tournament. But, I mean, he's he's got a chance to become a three-time national champ four-time All-American, to go down as one of the greatest cowpokes ever. I mean, ever, dude. Yeah. And, you know, when Keyshawn Hayes was talking about the decision, you know, of the wrestle-off for 141. He shouldn't have made that I mean, comments. it's like, yeah, we – what was he said? that Him and McKenna one, had a talk, and, and then he said, it was, you know, it's probably – he said it was easier to All-American at 149. But easier, but easier to, to win, win it at t- 41. Because you got no Zane Rutherford. I'm like, you only got a guy that's won back-to-back titles. No, if McKenna said that, I'm thinking a little bit different in terms of, okay, McKenna's had two tight ones with Heil, two overtime bouts. Um He's all American. He's taken third. He's taken third in the country. Okay, but for Keyshawn Hayes, man, and look, I'm a Buckeyes fan, but I'm also Big time. I, I keep it real. Sure, like he shouldn't have said that. It's just that's. I mean, young blood, young blood, you ain't done nothing, you know. But it's not even that. It's not even that. It just goes to the mindset that not just fans have, but even the wrestlers that Heil just gets no flipping respect. They said it's easier to win it, dude. Easier to win it. It didn't look real easy when. Georgie D. Camillo was getting picked now, apart in the finals this past now, year. The truth be told, though, I know his his comments probably there are is accurate. a little merit. <laughs> yeah, they're probably, but, I, but we can sit here and say that because like, look, I guarantee you, you know, thousands more people are going to watch that than listen to this. And also, we're not competing. But I, it, I, do you ever get the, one of those things where you hear somebody starting to go down that path when you're listening, and I'm like, oh, just stop, just shut up, just stop. And that's how I was kind of feeling, and, you know. So who was the last Oklahoma State three-time national champ? Derringer. Derringer. So Derringer goes third as a freshman, all right, the controversial semifinal loss against St. John, yep. um, and then goes on to win three more. Do you think people were saying that about Derringer senior year? Like, yeah, we're going to go 57, whatever, 57 or 65. I can't remember what it 65. was. 65. because it's easier to win it? No. It wasn't. <laughs> no. And he had some – yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I look, part of it is because Heil wrestles that close style. Yeah, people are annoyed with his style. But you know what? He wins within the rules, right? Well, the rules are changing. You know, what's interesting is, so, yeah, the rules are changing a little bit. But you know what? Go back to his finals match with George DiCamillo, one of our favorite, favorite wrestlers. The Ohio guy, both Ohio guys. Yeah, George Yon, yeah, the podcast. Absolutely. Go back absolutely. and listen to that uh, podcast if you haven't. It's really good. I, I totally agree. I mean, but, I mean, when Heil wants to open up his offense, 
He's, he's got he's it. fantastic. I mean, fantastic in my opinion. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was a little ironic. Uh, I got a little nervous listening. Not nervous, but I got a little like uncomfortable listening to um, Keyshawn Hayes saying that. But, you know, I'm not trying to call the Buckeye out. But no, I'm just no, like, not at all. It, to me, it's just I'm talking about the mindset that people say, have though. towards Hile. But is that stuff you say in the public? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think you say it's easier to do this than it's that. It's easier, easier to win a title. Easier All-American. Like, no, man. I don't know. You just You just say, look. Ma- uh, um, excuse me, um, McKenna. Uh, McKenna and I, we're going to battle it out. Winner goes 41 because that's the weight they want to wrestle. Loser goes 49, and we're both going to work our butts off, and we're both our goals are both to be national champs. Who do you think wins that wrestle-off? Oh, Seriously, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's I'm, probably McKenna, right? It's McKenna. But the only reason I say that, look, I mean, if you look at Hayes' high school results, he's amazing. He's beaten Vincenzo Joseph. He's beaten Matt Kolasic before. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's he won an Ironman tournament that was crazy. But I, I just haven't I mean, seen, he's legit. He was a top-ranked recruit oh, for, yeah. for a reason. I just haven't seen enough in college, and it's not because of him, because his freshman year he looked pretty damn good. His redshirt freshman year. Redshirt yeah. year. He beat Closet 10-0, I think. You know? so, but I haven't seen enough last year for me to pick against the guy who was also a massive recruit and has gotten it done at the NCAA tournament before. So I think McKenna wins the wrestle-off, but maybe some people know something that I don't. All right. What do you think? I think if McKenna was completely healthy and not coming off a serious knee injury, that I could be inclined to pick. I'm sorry, not McKenna, but Hayes. Sorry about that. Yeah, I could be inclined. I was to getting pick. nervous. I was like, "What no, McKenna? No, no. You get, you get what, what happened I'm to McKenna? You get what I'm saying. Sorry. Um, I could be inclined to, uh, to to pick Hayes and that wrestle off. Um, but but I think because of that, I think you got to go with with the tried and true Joey McKenna. I yeah. mean, he's he's. You know, he, he had a bad tournament last year, obviously. We all know that. He was able to put it together two years ago and take third at the NCAA tournament going in as a, what, the number two seed? I mean, he was the number three seed at last year at the yep. tournament. So, I mean, uh, he's been there before. He's done it on the, on the international level. He's, he's put it together at the collegiate level as well. So, I, you know, you kind of got to go McKenna in that situation. But I think regardless of who wins that wrestle-off, I think we're good at both weights. Oh yeah, I think I think the Ohio State. I think I think we have legitimate. I think we have legitimate All American threats at both weights. You know, we'll see. I I, I haven't seen enough out of Hayes just because he hasn't wrestled as much um, to know for sure. But you know, based on his pedigree and his resume, looks pretty. He's looking. I mean, he's looking like it's definitely going to be. It is not going to be a hold the weight. You know, at the weight for Ohio State. No, I agree with you. I agree with that. All right, man. So uh, we left off last week at 157 pounds. Let's go ahead and. uh, Kick off this week at uh, one one hundred and sixty five pounds, and I gotta be honest with you, dude. This is one of my favorite weight classes. Uh, this weight class is returning two national champs, six returning All Americans, and um, in my opinion, in my absolute opinion, it's returning one of the greatest collegiate wrestlers of all time, and Isaiah Martinez. Yeah, you you mentioned that a little earlier that we're going to see some of the most amazing wrestlers complete their career this year. You know, Some of the greatest collegiate greatest, wrestlers greatest, yeah. of all time. Yes. So not get off on that tangent, let's think about that. Isaiah Martinez is going for his third t- title. Zane Rutherford's going for his third title. Dean Howe's going for his third title. I mean, they're all going down as – they're going to go down as some of the greatest collegiate wrestlers of all time. Yeah, I mean, and then later in this episode when we talk about heavyweight, you got oh, Kyle, Kyle Snyder, Snyder going for me. his third title as well. Uh, yeah. no. I forget about him only because it's like – it's almost like you don't even need to mention him, but yeah. I, it just – I just can't remember a season, and again, it goes back to: Am I not paying attention enough, to, or have I, have I just been drinking too much, watching the damn Browns get their butt whooped well, today? You need to do that. Um, 
You know, or have we not had a se- – when's the last time we had a season like this? I can't remember one particularly like this, right? And, and let me compound – let me, let me sure. take that a step further. You've got the Buckeye Trio who's looking to become the first four-time All-American teammates. And Thomas Sella, Bo Jordan, and Kyle the first Snyder. three four-time All-American teammates, is to that get right? The, yeah, to get their fourth All-American finish in the same season. Is that right? Yes. Dang. I'm pretty sure. Okay. No, I, I, I it's know, insane. I know. Yeah. Um. The, and gosh, those guys are amazing. They've kind of they kind of brought the Buckeye wrestling team. Not, I wouldn't say back from the dead, but I mean they they, they put, really did. They put it on the map. I, I think Logan Stever helped put them on the map. Sure. And bring legitimacy Logan and to Hunter. That. But yeah. Logan brought those guys in there. You know, I mean, he helped recruit these types of guys. Yeah. No, I think that I think that you're right. I think we're going to be witnessing something amazing this year in Cleveland. Because, as oh, you talking about Ohio State knocking off Penn State? I yeah, totally agree oh, yeah. with you. Can, oh yeah, can we knuckle bump that one? Well, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that here probably a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, but no doubt about it. Um, we're gonna witness some awesome things in Cleveland this year. You know, you know, God willing, no injuries. Obviously, it's a long season. We're sitting here talking about it in the early October, but to stress that this season you're witnessing some of, you know, you're witnessing history for these people. Now, granted, we don't have anybody going for four time title this year but this many people are going for the third title i mean come on it's gonna be fantastic so yeah all right, so, so 165 I, I really like this weight class brandon i think right now okay and let me tell you something here in a second my answer might change don't pick it don't don't make a pick no yet. i'm not gonna make a pick my answer might change about what i'm saying right now mm-hmm. my answer might change middle of the season but right now i can see three people winning this weight okay that and i think it's a very fair point um, and before we get into that, let's just go ahead and talk about who we got returning. Let's, yeah, go ahead. You've got a whole slew uh, of solid wrestlers returning in this weight class. We already said you've got two champs returning plus six All-Americans. You've got Isaiah Martinez coming back this year. He's only been a three-time finalist, two-time champ. Uh, Vincenzo, Cho- Vin- Vincenzo Joseph coming back this year. He won it last year as a freshman. Hell of a freshman um, Upsetting uh, Isaiah Martinez in the finals. You've got one of my favorite uh, and exciting wrestlers to watch, and Logan Massa coming back. Last year as a freshman, he took third. Um, you've got Chad Walsh coming back from Ryder. He's been a two-time All-American. Um, did not place as a freshman. He took fifth as a sophomore, se- seventh as a junior. Chandler Rogers is coming back for Oklahoma State. He took fifth last year, um, and he is ever exciting. He will put you on on your back in a minute. And then also you got coming out of red shirt David McFadden, who two years ago took sixth place that I believe 157 pounds. So he's jumping up to 165 this year. Um, and to be truthfully honest, I can't remember if it was 57 or 65, but I know he definitely played. I think it was 57. Um, and to be truthfully honest, I mean, the f- <laughs> on any given day, I could see all six of these guys winning a national title really? at this weight class on any given day. No. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year. I'm just saying if you didn't have certain guys in this weight yeah. class this year, Chandler Rogers is good enough to win a national title. Uh, Logan Mass is good enough to win a national oh, title. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure Chandler Rogers is good enough to win it. Um, that's no disrespect to Mr. Rogers before he does Sounds pretty disrespectful. Uh, you know, for me, it's one, two, three up. Right, I think those three are the people that you can talk about as national champs, along with one other person. And maybe it's just like, hey, winners win, bro. And there's something about God-given ability. I think the cream and of the crop. Chance Marsteller's got that. He's my guy that I might see as a force. We'll see. We'll see. I think you make a great point. If he's there. in the right training environment, look, winners win, man. And that's all he did in high school. And then he went out and he was in a bad situation that compounded. He cut a lot of weight, 
He got into trouble. He was partying too much. Agreed. He probably got depressed. Agreed. He was away from his girlfriend. This, that, and the other thing. You know, home life, blah, blah, blah. Shit Agreed. compounded and stuff bad happened. Now he's in a great situation. I tell you what, you better watch out, buddy, because winners win. No, I, I, I agree. I think, I think Chance Marsteller can do a lot of damage this year. I'm not so sure I can see him sneaking in and winning the national championship, but I do see him. I, I, I would not be surprised let me ask you this. at all if, he, if he's an All-American and yeah. a high All-American. Let, let me ask you this. Outside of Vincenzo, Imar, and Logan Massa, is there anybody that you believe Chance Marsteller can't beat in this weight class? Can't beat? Yeah, outside of those three. Not even saying I'm not making you make those. No, picks I'm not gonna. Guys. No, I can't say that, but I can say that about a lot of guys. I don't think there's a lot of guys that anybody can't beat on a given okay. day. That, okay, that you. That, I guess it wouldn't surprise you. It wouldn't surprise me if first duel of the year, if they were wrestling or not, if you know, or first tournament of the year, if if um if he went out and he beat some like somebody like a Chandler, Chandler Rogers or Chad Walsh, and he beat him bad, it wouldn't okay. surprise it's me. It's fair point. Fair point. I can respect that. I think he's a great wrestler, um, and I like you. I, like you, also believe that we're going to see a different Marsteller this year. I think, like you said, he's in a new training environment. He's in a very comfortable situation. I think he's made peace with who he is and what he's done. Boom. And good point. I think he's at a weight that he's going to be very comfortable at. I had the fortunate, uh, the for, you know, the good fortune of getting to watch him live at the World Team Trials this year. Uh, he looked like a different wrestler. Um, I, I, I think we see him on the podium. I hope we see him on the podium. And yeah. I'm going to even throw one other guy out there as well. Listen. Anthony Valencia is dangerous. Oh, yeah. And if the weights hold true, if he is the 65 representative for Arizona State, I think he's another guy that we can see finish high on this podium. But I think you said it earlier. I think that national champion pick in this weight class, I, I mean, I think it's a three-horse race. But in my opinion, I, in my opinion, I, I see it one way. You picking it? I am. You can pick I, it first. Okay, you want me to pick it first? Yeah, because I, I think we're going the same guy. I think we see one of the greatest – college wrestlers of all time end this season like we saw him begin his, his career as an undefeated national champ and I think Isaiah Martinez learned something from the loss he took in the finals last year I think it motivates him it drives him and we see him dominate this year to a national title and I and I don't think we see him lose yeah you don't think we see him lose I really don't so let's think about this before um I don't know. So the top three guys are obviously all in the Big Ten. So at least somebody's going to see somebody. They're going to see each other. Yeah, but but I'm guessing there's some of them are going to be dueling each other too. I unfortunately don't have the dual schedule in front of me, but I'm sure they are. Um, I'm going to go Imar too. I'm going to pick Imar as well. And it's no disrespect to Vincenzo because what he did last year was amazing. He got hot. And it wasn't a fluke. No, it wasn't a fluke. And I think that he's going to have – He's going to be up there with him. And I tell you what, it wouldn't surprise me if he beats Imar at, at some point during the year. Um, I just think that Imar – remember we had him on? In the, we um, did. And, you know, he said something to me that really was enlightening. He said he got away from too many things and tried to do too many things. He got away Instead from of, what made him yeah, good. Yes, exactly. Instead of saying, dude, I'm an underhook guy. I'm a this guy. I'm a that guy. He went to, well, I, I'm going to try all these things. I'm going to try all this. No, you know what he is? He's an underhook guy. He scores off of great setups. You know, from his underhooks, great setups on his feet. He rides all right, and nobody can ride him. And nobody exactly. can score on him. And that's exactly. what made him good. And he got away from that, and he admittedly said he got away from it. And, he, and I'll even take it a step further. Isaiah Martinez, in the previous three seasons, minus the national championship match against Joseph, was always very good at recognizing when he was in danger and getting out of danger. In that yeah. match against Joseph, he got in danger. 
He got in Joseph's best best position uh, with the over under. He put him there. Over put under upper body. There. Yeah, put him up there. And instead of recognizing it and not letting his ego get in the way and getting out of it, he went toe to toe with him and he lost that battle. Yep. And I don't think you. I don't think we see that happen again. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see a new game plan against him. That being said, I don't think you know he's not blowing Joseph out this year. Joseph's gonna be in every match they wrestle. And you know, I think look, look, we haven't even talked about Logan Massa. Logan Massa was a freshman last year. So was Joseph. Yeah, they're they're only gonna get, he, like they're only gonna look, get better. In my mind, and I in my mind, I think Logan Massa is the second best wrestler in this weight class. That's my opinion. I mean, he beat Joseph. Did they beat Joseph earlier in the year, or did they only wrestle once? I can't remember. Did I, he beat I, him at Biggs? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. No. I can't remember if he beat him at Biggs or not, or if it was Isaac Jordan that beat him at Biggs. I yeah. can't remember. But anyway, yeah, I don't. I don't want to say something I don't know, but. Well, I mean, we could always look it up if we weren't being too lazy, but we're kind of being lazy. Yeah, we're being lazy. We're being it's lazy. all right. Um, no, I mean, look, I think Logan Massa, in my opinion, is the second best wrestler in this weight class. I think Vincenzo Joseph uh, had a hell of a run last year, and like you said, it wasn't a fluke. He got hot at the right time, and he won the matches fair and square. But, I mean, I can see uh, Logan Massa, Isaiah Martinez finals. Oh, yeah. But and it's, I, a, it's a contrast of styles, and it may be a close match, which it was in one time when they wrestled last year, but did. that's because of the in contrast the in styles. Yeah, in the duel. Yeah, yeah. Martinez, and, and again, he didn't look like he took it, took it to him. You know, um, I like Vincenzo. I think, that, I think at this point he's probably the second-best wrestler of the weight class, personally, okay. for okay. me. Um, but, you know, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, maybe some of the guys that aren't ranked in the top six, top seven, or maybe top six, we'll say, that uh, we could see maybe making some noise. You said Jordan Cutler, right? He's, he's I, didn't, I didn't say Jordan. Okay, Cutler, Jordan Cutler but I was from Lehigh. Yeah, yeah, he's bumping up from 157 last year, where he had a really great tournament until a really great season until he I didn't heard make weight. He got a concussion, I think, or something that kind of kept him off the mat for a while, and he didn't didn't make weight for EIWAs, right? Um, yeah, so he had a really great Southern scuffle where he went out there and gave Joey Lavalle his only loss of the season up until the national finals, um, and then after that. He fought an injury, was off the mat the rest of the season, and then he didn't make weight at the end of the season. Um, I'm really curious to see what he can do at this weight class. He's super talented. Good things are what I'm thinking. Super, super talented. Um, the other guy you've got is uh, you and I's Bryce Stewart. Yeah. Um, very, very tough guy as well. Um, but again, I mean, outside of Marsteller, outside of Marsteller, Valencia, and Marinelli, and I McFadden. just don't see – McFadden's a returning All-American. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't see a ton of guys, you know, that that I'm really got my eyes on right now. Maybe talk Evan to me about, Wick of, of Wisconsin. Maybe Wick. Talk to me about uh, Evan Wick is a uh, was a red shirt last year, right? He's Ethan's brother. Yeah. Talk to me about uh, two guys, uh, Drew Hughes and Tayshawn Campbell. Drew Hughes is the guy from Michigan State that's just a, a He's beast. nasty on top. Yeah, leg rider. Yeah. Um, Michigan State, you know, they're. You think we see them get an All American in, in Hughes this year? You just don't see it. Remember, it's a great equalizer. Great, great equalizer. You know, it's, and I think he did pretty. I think he won a couple matches at the NCAA tournament. It's he did. Yeah. He did actually. It, it's hard to say who's going to be an All American, who's not, without seeing brackets and. No, seeing, I need you to tell so me much, right now. That has so much to do with it. It's when it, do brackets come out? Um, I'm pretty sure it's a few. You know, a couple months down the road. Okay. Um, does he have the talent to be an All-American? Absolutely. Like you said, he's fantastic on top. It's a great equalizer. We saw him do that at the national tournament, um, at the Big Ten tournament. Um, but until I see brackets and how things got to shake out, I don't know. I mean, he's got the talent to, to All-American. What about Tayshan? Tell me about what do you think Tayshan's um, – so did you see any on Flow at all? They, um, Mark Bader went, and they, they got a bunch of videos 
they were in the Ohio State practice room, and uh, we saw we saw Tayshan and Bo Jordan drilling together. And what I'm thinking that means is Tayshan and Bo Jordan are working out a lot together in the room. And by the way, Bo Jordan looks like huge. <laughs> he, he looks bigger than I'm or Mymar. Like he looks he looks the same size as Snyder. <laughs> he really does. He's massive. Like man. He, he's it must be popcorn muscle or something, but Jeez. he looks huge. Um, what do you think Tayshan's? Uh, obviously, it's a benefit for him to be in the Ohio State room. In fact, I think he tweeted, or somebody tweeted something about Tayshan in his first workout at Ohio State in his preseason workout. He was like, "We didn't work this hard at Pitt." At Pitt, like, yeah. and this was just the first preseason workout. Right. He's working out with Bo Jordan. He's working out with um, Micah, Micah Jordan. He's working out with Mymar. He's working out with, you know, you know who knows who he's working out with. But obviously, great people. So look, all right. Yeah, listen, tell me what you think. Iron sharpens iron, right? I mean, it's the classic saying. You put a guy that's already got a lot of talent, a lot of God-given natural ability in a room with a bunch of guys like the Ohio State Buckeyes have on their team, and the the obvious rationalization is that he's only going to get better, right? It's, it's obvious. Here's a guy that I think was like 21-4 and four last year, was an ACC champ. I'm going off memory here, so I apologize if I'm misquoting. Uh, went 2-2 two and two at Nationals. So, I mean, he's got – He's got the goods. Oh, yeah. You put him in the right training environment, can he be an All-American? Absolutely. I think it can. It just depends on how dedicated, how committed, and, again, we've seen at the national tournament, you know, we think we know what's going to happen. Shit hits the fan, though, once, right. once the first whistle right. blows. Um, yeah. Did I, you I, see that article written about uh, him and Joey McKenna that was posted in The Lantern? I did not. The Lantern is a, a, a Ohio State's, like, um, um, Really respected uh, blog, newspaper. Sports blog, yeah. Newspaper. Yeah. No, it, it talks about everything. Oh, does but they, it? Yeah, they have a sports portion of it. They did an interview with uh, Tayshawn Campbell, and he said one of the reasons why he transferred is because he wanted to become a better person. Really? Nothing to do with wrestling, but he said that he felt Tom Ryan and being in a group like the Ohio State Wrestling Room and how close they are would, he feels like, to make him a better person. He said his main goal before becoming a better wrestler um, this year is to become a better man. So... To me, that speaks volumes in terms of where his head's at. His head's in the his head's in like I want to train. I want to you know I want to be doing the right things on and off the mat because you know people don't realize this. I don't know I don't know how public that is, but I think he was one of the pit uh, pit wrestlers that was involved in that uh, kind of hotel scandal that that uh, led to the term or led to the firing of that. Uh, that Talking about Midlands, yeah. Well, I know he was one of the pit wrestlers there, <laughs> so, yeah. and we know something bad yeah. happens. And that's I all. Don't know. That's, that's all I know. I don't know everything. But, you know, I, I don't know if that was kind of one of the things was like, hey, man, I'm in a bad situation right now. You know, I'm doing some things that are pretty stupid because that article was pretty cool. He's like, I'm, you know, basically I'm trusting coming here. I want to become a better man. And I tell you what, if you want to become a better man, you know, Ohio State's a great place to be in, being around the guys like Nathan Tomasello, Kyle Snyder, uh, Bo Jordan, who lived their life right. So my question is, is how do I get you up there? Because I want you to become a better man, man. <laughs> it's too late, buddy. It's too late for me, man. Let's hope Tayshawn's got a better chance. All right. So did you pick your did you pick your pick? Is it? Yeah, IMR? I, th I'm, I think, think IMR's IMR. the pick, man. Do you think he goes undefeated this year? No. Okay. Here's a guy that's lost two matches in his college career, both Penn State guys, both by fall, ironically. Um, Nolf and Vincenzo Joseph. Yeah. Who do you think beats him this year then? If you, I think he goes undefeated. I think we see Imar of his freshman year. Well, Chance year. Marshall is not going to see him. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I'm thinking. Who's he would the, see him at the national tournament, possibly? Yeah, no, but I'm picking him to win the tournament, homeboy. <laughs> so. Um, Tayshan. Tayshan. No, I'm kidding. I don't know, man. Uh, maybe Vincenzo. Okay, cool. I was just curious. 
All right, let's go to 174 pounds. This here is also another really, really interesting weight class. Um, by my count, you've got one national champ returning. You got seven All American return, seven All Americans returning. Um, you got Mark Hall, who was pulled out of red shirt last year at the for the Iowa duel. Um, actually, lost his first match as an attached red wrestler out of red shirt. To that was crazy. It was crazy because it was such a high point. Like when they pulled him, you and I were going nuts. Just so, like, then Myers, like, kind of riding him out towards the end. I was, like, just like, wow. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> but, you know, he put it on. He, he, he did the right things. He had a phenomenal rest of the season. He uh, won the national title as a freshman. Um, you got did he lose after that My uh, Myers match? I don't think he did. He did not. I think. No, oh, yeah, he did. He lost the bow in the Big Ten Finals. Sorry. You are right. You are right. My bad. Um, so you've got speaking of Bo, you got Bo Jordan coming back. Bo Jordan seeking his fourth All American finish for Ohio State. He's gone three three, and then two last year. Um, the two it was a very controversial finals match. Uh, Mark Hall won it though. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was it. controversial. Won Mark it. Hall won. Um, you got Zahid Valencia coming back, who as a freshman last year lost only one match. He took third at the NCAA tournament. Controversial match in the semis against Mark Hall. Very controversial, but. It wasn't controversial because right even call. Zahid said, I pulled the headgear. Yeah. I, I got the headgear. It wasn't intentional, yep. but I got the headgear. Right call. Right call. But, you know, I mean, it's always going to – there's going to be some controversy around a, a no takedown, you know. Right. Um, you got Miles Amin. He took fourth at this weight class last year. You got Ethan Ramos coming back this year. He took uh, sixth place two years ago. Um, I think he's failed to reach the podium the last two years, though. Um, you got Brandon Womack, the, uh, the Alabama slammer. Yep. Coming back, who uh, got an eighth place finish last year at 165 pounds. He uh, Peterson rolled his, you know, himself to <laughs> all American status, and Daniel Lewis was jumping on up here. And He's that, a couple time AA, right? I was gonna, yep, saving Dan Lewis for last. He's oh, I'm coming sorry, up. go no, ahead. No, you're fine. Um, he was coming. Daniel Lewis from Missouri is coming up from 165 pounds. He took fourth as a freshman, then last year took sixth, sixth in a pretty loaded 165 pound weight class. Um, look, this weight class, it, if these guys actually wrestle in this weight. And the reason why I say that, because I think Iowa State, I'm sorry, Arizona State, and Zahid Valencia himself would be better served with him going up to 184. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, and I want to talk about that when we get to the teams. Sure, yeah, that's fine. definitely. Because um, I don't disagree with you here. Um, so, before we get to our picks, let's talk. So, like, again, I can see three people winning this winning this weight. To, to me, I truly think there's it's the top three guys, if Zahid stays, can all win this weight, especially with Bojo being healthy. But I think that there's some guys that haven't All-American before that I really like, not a ton, probably not as many at 165, but that I really like that I think that it would not shock me at all if they got on the podium and got on high. One of them is my boy Ryan Preesh from Lehigh. Not only is he a funny follow on Twitter, but I really think that this guy, he had some great wins last year. And, you know, he had some close matches last year with, I think, Relbuto. And Hall before he ended up getting pinned at the end of the at the end of the match. So you know maybe he needs to, maybe he needs to not you know expose his back towards the end of that. But I also really like and he's a senior, Jaden Bernstein or I think it's Bernstein. I call him Bernstein. Bernstein from Navy. He is uh, I think a round of twelve guy a couple years ago, and then you know he's been consummate uh, national qualifier. I really do think that there's nobody outside the top maybe six. Five six that he can't beat, so I, I like him as well. And then you got Taylor Lujan, who I think is a Georgia boy. I love Taylor yeah, Lujan. Actually, who, I think Taylor Lujan is. Who's, he's, he's got really the goods. Good. He's, he's got really the goods, good. and he's got a great coaching staff up there at UNI. Wouldn't shock me if he got on the podium as well. 
After that, I don't see anybody here that's really jumping out to me. Caleb Young all the way down at 20 from Iowa. Uh, you know, Jordan Pagano, who's really jumping out to me is like, wow, you know, I'm really thinking he's too low. But I like Preach, I like Bernstein, and I like Lujan for guys that aren't ranked in uh, kind of the real high. No, I get what you're saying. Um, I thought Taylor Lujan was going to All-American last year. He didn't. Um, I, I really think we see him on the podium this year. Um, I think, you know, you, you got a guy like Christian Brucky from Central Michigan who actually was one of the, you know, gave Mark Hall one of his three losses last right. year. He did. Um, while Mark Hall was still in redshirt at an open tournament. Um, you got a guy like Jacoby Smith who, uh, for Oklahoma State, who has all the Freshman, talent right? in the world. He's a junior. Oh, um, oh, he's just. This is his first time getting in the lineup, right? Yeah, I think he. I think he wrestled in a different division before. Oh, he no, he was State. a he's a JUCO champ. I, I I believe so. Yeah, no, no, so. no, no. I missed it. He yeah, he was a JUCO national champ transfer. Yeah, um, you know you've got. I wish I had more faith in in Indiana's team and what they can do because I think Devin Skatska. Um, he's actually a Michigan boy who was recruited to come to Indiana and wrestle. He's the guy that gave Bo Jordan a tough match. He did. Year, right? He's got all the goods to do great things. Um, you know, you already mentioned Jordan Pagano. I think he's pretty good as well. Um, but this weight class, in my opinion, is top heavy. And outside of, well, we well, want to go top five here. I mean. It's funny. You've got a guy like Ryan Preish who did an All-American. You've got a guy like Ethan Ramos who has an All-American in two years. They're both ranked ahead of Brandon Womack, um, who's ranked eighth by Flo's rankings. And that's fine. I could be, Womack had some bad that's losses. That's all fine. Yeah, and that's all fine and good. Um, I will tell you this. You said that you think that you know you can see any one of the top three winning a national title. That's Mark Hall. I really do. Valencia and Bo Jordan. I really do. I'm going to take that one step further. I think there's one other guy that, given the right circumstances, right. given the mm -hmm. right draw— has the ability and the skill to win a national title at this weight class. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm going to throw Daniel Lewis's name in that mix. You like him, huh? I like him a lot. I've, Tell me why you think that. I'm curious to see what he does at a weight class that he may be more comfortable at. But you go back to that being good on top and a great equalizer. Daniel Lewis is phenomenal on top. He was one of the few guys to give Deringer and Bo Jordan their best matches. Yeah, kind of, he wrote him out. He wrote them out. Wrote them hard. Okay, so I'm gonna put his name in there. Okay, um, but I'm gonna say this. Look. Now, Bo wasn't Bo wasn't completely healthy. I think when he wrestled Lewis and he beat him both times. But but I get your point, right? That equalizer, right? I mean, Bo Jordan took third. Yeah, no, that year. I, that, that's what scares me about Bo Jordan. How good he could be if he's training. Sure. But what were you Speaking saying? of Bo Jordan, real quick. Okay. Speaking of Bo, isn't it funny that like they're both seniors this year? I'm talking about Imar and Bo Jordan. Bo yeah. Jordan beat Imar two times in high school, I think in the Ironman finals twice. That's right. And if you would have told me back then that Imar would have been the guy that's going for his uh, third national title and fourth finalist appearance and Bo Jordan would not have a national title yet, would you have what would you have thought back then? I don't know. Imar was such a huge recruit that I don't think that I would have been like shocked. Of course but, he was a huge recruit. But I mean but I mean, yeah, I, I think that a lot of what we've seen with Bo Jordan, one, his freshman year he wrestled we ran up against Deringer. Doesn't matter how healthy you are, you're not beating Deringer. You know, his sophomore year, he— Derek St. John did. Yeah. His freshman year. Yeah, St. John was senior. Just putting it out there. His sophomore year, <laughs> Bo is injured. You know, Bo never, Bo's never been healthy. He's never wrestled a full season. I get it. I don't think people understand that. Even his freshman year, when he demolished people, he, he didn't wrestle a full season. He had the toe issue. He's had a toe issue since— And then now, if you, if you believe what Tom Ryan says, and I don't have any reason to, you know, to doubt him, he's saying that Bo Jordan's actually finally healthy and finally wrestling. 
that's scary for anybody else that's going to go against them because if you don't – if you know, a lot of people have probably just followed Bo Jordan in college. Go back to high school, like when you said, when he beat Imar twice in the Ironman finals. Bo Jordan was unstoppable. Um, he definitely can beat – people are saying, oh, Mark Hall's only getting better and, you know, there's no way Bo can beat him now. That's silly if both. I don't healthy. agree with that. No, yeah. I, I don't agree with that at all. I guess the point I was just trying to make was if you were going to go hindsight five years ago and say, you know, Isaiah Martinez, who Bo Jordan beat twice in high school, is going to be going for his third national title. We've yet to see Bo Jordan win one for whatever for whatever sure. reasons have occurred. You know, I would not have expected it back then. Okay. Just my opinion. Yeah. So, listen, um, Miles Amin is awesome at this weight class. I'm a huge Daniel Lewis fan. We know what Bo Jordan can do. We know what we hope he can do fully healthy. Mark Hall is amazing. He's won two consecutive junior amazing. world titles. Um, he's one of the most athletic guys you're going to see at this weight class. He's hard to finish takedowns on. He's great. He's great technician, too. Great he technician. wrestles. He never stops wrestling. He wrestles through through positions better than almost anyone I've seen. Well, that's the thing, and I think that's the one thing that you can take away from the finals match, right? So the takedown wasn't awarded, and then all of a sudden he got the takedown because he continued to wrestle through a position where, I mean, he was, you know, for all intents and purposes, purposes already, already taken down. Yeah. He might be the most talented wrestler in this weight class, um, but he's not the biggest and he's not the strongest. Um, he may be bigger this year. Sure. You know, I think, I think he will be bigger this year. Mark Hall is amazing. For when I say that, you know, just because I don't think that he's jumped so many levels that Bo Jordan, he's, you know, Bo Jordan can't beat him, doesn't mean that I don't think Mark Hall is not amazing. I mean, he freaking cement jobs this dude in the Junior World Finals for his second Junior World title. Didn't he cement job Ryan Preach? Yeah, he cement jobbed the Preach, dude. Oh, he was losing. <laughs> he was. Yeah. That was, um, that was a great match. But So picks, I guess I'll go first. That's all right with you. Yeah, but if you steal my thunder, I'm going to punch you in the nose. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm not going to steal your thunder. Go ahead. Um, I have, this, is the first, this is the first time looking at it. Just take your boy, man. I know you, you, you think he's going to do it this year. Just take him. You, you, I'm picking Mark Hall. You're picking Mark Hall to win this. Wow. I did not expect that from you, man. I don't want it. It's not, it's not like I want it here. I just I agree that he's just going to continue to get better. I think it's going to be a great match with him and Bo. Bo's a little slow on his feet. And Bo, I don't, I don't, let me see. Bo's also hard to take down. Remember, middle of the season's a different choice right now. I get it. I get it. No, fair enough. I mean, listen, dude, he won the weight class last year. He's coming off his second consecutive junior world title. You can't, you can't be mad at that pick. Um, if, Who are you going? If, Who are you going? Okay. If weight's hold true, I actually think Zahid Valencia is the best wrestler in this weight class. He's best, best on his feet. Um, and on top of that, he's hard to ride, and he's actually pretty decent on top as well. Um, I don't Z think he's riding Zahid Valencia ran through people last year. He ran through everybody he saw last year up until the match with Mark Hall uh, at the national tournament. Semifinals, right? Mm -hmm. Semifinals mm -hmm. match. Um, and Mark Hall basically won that off, a off of a penalty point for a headgear pull. I think if you see Valencia, Zahid, at this weight class this year, which I'm not sure why we would. I still think he needs to go 184 in my opinion. Um, I think it's his to lose. Okay, so let's say Zahid's not there, just because I want to make sure that you get a preseason pick if, if you're thinking Zahid goes If Zahid's up. not at this weight class? Yeah. Because you think I can't, I am a closet Buckeye hater. You're going Bo Jordan. I'm going with the romantic pick, and I'm thinking Bo Jordan flips the I love script it. this year. I want I it. I think he flips the script. I think he goes out as a – I think he finishes his college career like this. Four-time All-American, 
third, third, two, one, married, two kids, and graduates with a degree. That's what I think. And a champ, and then takes over Jeff Jordan's state champ camp and makes a shit ton of money. <laughs> and then he holds that baby up, and we're all pumped up, and we're all going crazy, and Neiman's crying. Which baby does he hold up when he wins the national title? Have you seen those arms? <laughs> does he got both, both of them in one arm. Does he got two kids in one arm yeah, and, and his, his wife, wife in the, the other? other? And then I'm, and on, his, and I'm on his back. <laughs> I'm on his back, damn it. I picked him. I'm on his back. You picked Mark Hall. All right, I'm on his front. <laughs> you sandbag. Then it's real weird. That's just creepy. <laughs> Talk about that picture. That's just creepy. Uh, is, it's going to be a great weight class, though. But look, I More than that. anybody in this weight class, or more than anybody, excuse me, on the Buckeyes team, I want to see Bojo win a title. Like, I would choose a Bojo title over a Tomasello title. Wow. I, I, I want to see him get it done, man. That's hard to pick, though. That's like picking your freaking favorite kid. God. Wow, man. That's... What would you do? Pick that right now. If I had to pick, you're putting me on the spot. Tomasello's already won one. And only one can win it. And the other one takes second. No, no. I think it's a fair question. Uh, only one can win it. The other one takes second. Man, this is just like totally just going off on tangents um i like it if thomasello makes the sacrifice to go to 125 for this team Ooh. to win a national team national championship over penn state after the way he's lost the last two years in the semifinals both to iowa guys i want to see my boy nato cap his season his career off as a national champ man i even feel like a dick well you're a dick <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool man um, all right let's yeah. anything else you want to say about this weight class? no man I, th- I like this weight okay um let's go ahead and go up to uh, 184 pounds um, look, 184 pounds, the way it stands right now, um, it's, you have two national champs and four returning all Americans at this weight class. And that is with the assumption that Pat Downey is at 197 pounds. I'm not sure where he's going to be just yet. Um, I don't even think Pat Downey knows where he's going to be just yet. I'm not even sure if he knows where he's at right now. I, I mean, definitely not again, <laughs> knock against Pat Downey. You know, I just... I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, look, uh, 184 pounds. If things uh, kind of hold true where they're at, we've got two national champs returning, four returning All-Americans. Um, you've got one of the most, and it pains me to say this. I mean, it really <laughs> pains me to say this. Um, and Mr. Nickel, Papa Nickel, I mean, no disrespect. Uh, Bo Nickel, no disrespect. But uh, you've got one of the most exciting wrestlers that i've seen in a long time coming back at this weight class uh, uh mr no bickle himself how's he's, that disrespectful because i said it pains me to say this oh well, it pains me to say it too god he's so good and on top of that he's got great hair yeah we've said this before he's his hair his hair is amazing but he can also he i just that spladle that he hit on brooks in that dual meet last year and cradles he can cradle people from, from anywhere, anywhere dude I mean, oh. he's just so good so you got bo he's nickel coming dude. back he was a runner-up as a freshman two years ago um, he took first last year, upsetting. I mean, a big upset over a guy seeking to become a three-time national champ, Gabe Dean. Um, after Bo Nickel, you got Miles Martin from Ohio State, who won the national title over Bo Nickel two years ago. Last year, he does the he makes a sacrifice for the team. He bumps up to the you know the yeah the daunting uh, 184 pound weight class. Had a great tournament, honestly. Aside from his match with Emory Parker, yeah. I thought he had a phenomenal tournament. Yep. yep. Um, he really did. So he's gone one and five the last two years. Um, you've got Pete Renda, who's coming back out of red shirt. Pete Renda took third two years ago, looking to cap off his career. He beat Miles last year at the Midlands. So Renda's definitely legit. He absolutely did. And then after that, you got Drew Forster. Australian for wrestling? 
beer? I got a bad Australian God. accent. That's yeah. horrible. It's okay. I, I got bad jokes. But anyway, he uh, uh, he, all he did last year was take a seventh place finish at the national tournament as a sophomore. Uh, as a sophomore, you're absolutely right. So, uh, this weight class is cleared out. Yes, Quite I mean, a bit. You, you got, last you got a couple hammers, stacked. but it's cleared out. It, 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 it is absolutely cleared out. Um, I don't know, Ben. What do you think? What are you thinking on this weight class? Okay, you know, before I pick my champ, let's talk a little bit about some some other guys. So I know you mentioned Emery Parker, who, you know, Miles Martin, they wrestled in a dual meet, and Miles Martin body locked him. and Majored him. Majored him. And then Emery Parker just, you know, it was, a, it was an awkward match at the NCAA tournament. Go ahead. No, it, what you just said there, you're right. I I don't think it was an awkward match. I think it was awkward for Miles Martin. It was awkward for us as Ohio State Buckeye fans. Emory Parker dominated him in that match. That's what he means. He, be- I, he I guess beat I him so, in every position. I was so surprised. Put him on his back. Yeah. Put put Miles Martin in a, in, a, in a big deficit from the get go. You know because that's of what the, it was. The near fall. The that's near what fall it was. Um, I mean, he was down. You know, by six points at one point in time, and it's hard to come back from that. But this weight class, this weight class, for only returning four All Americans has a lot of good guys coming back that should have or could have already all Well, I mean, I think we both know who we're talking about here, right? We're talking about the freaking St. Ed Italian Stallion, Dominic Abinader, who wrestles for Michigan, right? Four-time state champ from Ohio. He was not a four-time state champ. Or three-time state champ, excuse me. Three-time state champ from Ohio. I had the uh, pleasure of coaching against him in the state semifinals. Our, finals. our guy was wrestling him um, his junior year, and i never seen so much pain inflicted on someone in my entire life and it wasn't our boy inflicting the pain dominic abernator got on top of our guy and power half yeah yeah he power half them from both sides and he ripped that dude i mean that dude i had to carry the dude's shoulder off the mat like and i don't mean like carry his arm I'm talking like i had to grab the shoulder off the mat and carry it <laughs> like dominic abernator is a beast uh i can't believe he has an all-american this year especially for a guy who's i think they're all American yet. Sorry. In all three of his competitive seasons with Michigan, he's finished top three in the Big Ten all three years. Um, he lost in the blood round his last season out. I think Sammy Brooks beat him in the blood round. Mm-hmm. I'm going off memory here, so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I actually, I mean, Abinator's one of them, but there's a guy in this weight class who I think is legitimately could you like Zavatsky, legitimately, huh? be, legitimately be one of the best guys in this weight class, and it's Zavatsky from for Virginia Tech. I know you, man. I know I, you're I brain. know you know me. And it's not a bad thing. That's I, 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 Look, Zavatsky beat Mymar last year at the um, – where did he beat him at? He beat him at uh, Cliff King. He did. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, handily as well. Uh, no, it wasn't handily. I think that – I think that he got caught on his back. Mymar got caught on his back. But it wasn't handily. I think it was by four points at the most. Mymar – Stop getting caught on your back, dude. It's hard to come back. Come on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, I'm a big Zavatsky fan. I would have said that Emory Parker is my sleeper pick in this weight class, but I think people are on to him by now. Flo's got him ranked six. Look, yeah, he had a great season last year. The tournament that he put on, he failed to All-American, obviously, but you know, getting a win over Miles Martin at the national tournament is obviously a, a, a big deal. Um, but this weight class, look, it's it's cleared out so much that – I am so surprised from a team perspective that you do not have, and from an individual perspective, Zahid Valencia up at this weight class for Arizona State. Well, you know, look at it. Zahid, the last time they wrestled, uh, he wrestled these two guys was um, uh, some freestyle match, I think, two years ago, the year after Miles. I think it was, was it the year that Miles won it. Yeah, it might have been universities. Yep. Yeah. He beat 
Bo Nickel and Miles Martin with, without much trouble yes. in that tournament. Absolutely. But it's, it's pick your poison. I think that you, who do you want to wrestle, Bo Nickel or Mark Hall or Bo Miles Martin and Bo Nickel or Mark Hall and Bo Joe? It doesn't matter. To you me. know, I'm that, and maybe that's 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 a fault on me. I'm that high on Zahid Valencia as a wrestler. I think he is such a phenomenal wrestler and a phenomenal athlete that he has the skill to win the weight class at both weights, mm -hmm. obviously. For sure. But when you look at it from a team perspective, where are they better at? Are they better with Sirtis at 57, Shields at 65, yeah. Anthony yeah. Valencia at 74, Zahid at 84? Yeah, no, or are they I, better I with one of those guys being knocked out of the lineup? No, I agree. And I, and I think we're – yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about that team-wise. Um, to, to me, here's the point. I think Zahid – if you can win it at both weights, go the weight that you feel the most comfortable in. But I think there's some team components to it, and I want to get to that for sure. Okay. So I got a couple sleepers in this weight class that I just want to shout out, mainly because they're kind of home, you know, homer picks for us. Can I shout one of them out? Yeah. I want to shout out Nick Corba. Get damn you. Nick Corba. Get dang you. He wrestles for Cleveland State. He went 2-2 two and two last year at the NCAA tournament. He's, he's been more of a Greco guy. He was an Ohio State champ. Um, Greco All-American. Yeah, right? Greco All-American. Real solid guy. Um, he's wrestled on a couple, uh, I think, either university or junior Greco teams. Um, very good wrestler. Like I said, he went two and two at the NCAA tournament last year. He's they got him currently ranked nineteenth. I think that he's going to challenge for an All American spot with his weight class since it's be kind of been kind of uh, open wise. I agree with you one hundred. I really do. I think with for one, listen, look, Cleveland State doesn't get a lot of a lot of publicity, and, and, and rightfully so. All right, at this point, at this point, okay, I think that. Um, more Coach Moore up there is doing 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 big things on yeah. the recruiting thing. He's really trying to turn that program around. Um, they got with, some good recruits coming in. Absolutely. Um, but what I saw from Nick Corbett at the national tournament last year made me think that he actually does have the goods to get on the podium. I agree. Okay, and that was in a very very loaded weight class last year. Yeah, it went two into a loaded weight class. You want to shout out the other one? You, I'm talking about number fifteen. No, I was Nick Corbett was my guy. I look. I know you're talking about Joe Hayop from Penn. He's another Ohio homegrown talent. Yeah, wrestled for Saint Saint X, right? Saint, Saint Xavier. Yeah, Saint Xavier. Saint Xavier. Really good, uh, really good high school wrestler, and uh, it's nice to see him uh, in, in in the middle of the rankings here. It's really weird though to me. Like I would have expected if I was doing rankings, I would actually have Corbett ranked ahead of Hayob. Hayob must have had a couple wins that we don't know about. Would I'm be my guess. I'm would, sure would he be does. My guess. Another one that I think that's, uh, you know, <laughs> there's there's two more. I, I don't want to steal all your thunder. Ricky Robertson. It looks like he dropped down a weight. I think he was at 97 last year. He gave uh, he gave uh, uh, Colin Moore a good match. So it'll be interesting to see what he can do at 84. And then your boy, Mr. Stromboli. God dang it, Nick Gravina. Yeah, Gravina. You... Give me that Stromboli. No joke. Briefly tell that story. No joke, no matter what. No matter whatever happens the rest of my life. If there was one story I will ever remember in my entire life is when Nick Gravina's dad tried to steal my Stromboli in the hotel lobby at the Big Ten, Big Ten Tournament. The night before the, fir the first session. Yeah. <laughs> We're all, you know, me, you and Casual Dave had a couple beers. We met Johnny Ice out. Had a good time. You know, you got to get a Stromboli because you got to eat. Brandon eats. If people don't realize this, you look at him, he's like a buck 70 pounds, but like, you know, really fit. But the dude eats like 18,000 calories a day. <laughs> and all I, I mean, he wasn't trying to steal my Stromboli as a joke. He had his hands on me. Like, you guys had to physically restrain him from I had, taking my Stromboli. It was a physical altercation to save your Stromboli. Listen, man. And you didn't even give me a bite. Hey, that's what I'm going to tell you guys out there. Look, steal my wallet, take my money, take my kids. Take Maybe even take my wife. Take a girl. Don't take my damn Stromboli. That's right. right. Do not take my Stromboli because that's fighting words. What right is there. that? That is Stromboli. Give me a bite of that. He was like, I smelled that. 
<laughs> man. Leave it to the Italian guy, the Jersey guy, to sniff out a stromboli. Oh, he sniffed it out. Like, it wasn't even a question, dude. That dude sniffed out a stromboli like a bloodhound from, like, 30 yards away. It wasn't a question. But you know what? Like, so the cool thing about this weight class, and, and Peter Wren is going to have something to say about it, right? And so is Dominic Gavinator. So is Drew Foster and Emery Parker. But let's just say it's Miles Martin, Bo Nickel, you know, at the end of the day. Because they're both, I mean, Miles Martin is so immensely talented. I'm telling you, I know he's had some weird losses, but he's immensely talented. Miles Martin has given Bo Nickel two of his three collegiate losses. So it was Miles Martin. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Nate Jackson, the other one. Right. Nate Jackson was the other one. Um, both Big Ten guys. Listen, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to preface this by saying we say it all the time. We're big Ohio State fans. We're homers. Um, huge Miles Martin fans. But. Pound for pound, when it comes to wrestling, look, Bo Nickel is one of the best wrestlers in college wrestling, okay? I would think Outside. about picking him first in a fantasy league with how many points he scores, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But there is something about the clash of styles and what Miles Martin can do and has done that no matter what, when he wrestles Bo Nickel, Miles Martin always has his chance to win. Yep. If Miles Martin wrestles the match... The way, you know, game plans for the match to beat Bo Nickel. Because we've seen Bo Nickel beat him up a couple times, too. Yes. Um, but when Miles Martin wrestles a certain style, and I'm not even going to actually get into it because I don't want I don't, I don't to, you know, I've, I've talked about it before, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give any of the goods away. Look, we're not going to say anything that these coaches don't know themselves. Ah. Look, when you Miles think Kale Martin, knows more than me? Uh, slightly. Okay. A little bit. Um, when Miles Martin goes upper body and puts Bo Nickel on his back, yep. Miles Martin wins the match. And Miles Martin can take him down with double legs. When Absolutely. that's the thing, Bo Nickel is an amazing scrambler. It's really hard to scramble when both of your legs are wrapped up in a lock. One hundred percent agree. Now, so we got to pick our champ. But here's the thing, though, and th this is the caveat I'll throw on that: Miles Martin has to get to the finals to face Bo Nickel. Yeah, I agree. Okay? And that's what I worry about. Bo Nickel, I think, can run through anybody in this weight class. There's nobody else in this weight that touches day, him. Okay? That touches him. Miles Martin has to get through a Peter Renda or a Dominic Abinator, or a Drew Foster, or an Emory Parker, or a Zach Zavatsky, guys like that. Guys that have beaten him. Guys, so, yeah, that, some of those guys that actually have beaten him. Well, there's three of them in there that you just mentioned that beat him. Exactly. Randa, uh, Parker, Parker, and Zavatsky. Exactly. And that's my concern with Mymar. Um, I do think, as it stands now, that Mymar and Bo Nickel are the two best, weight guy, two best guys in this weight class. Absolutely. I think it's ranked appropriately. Um, but look, as it stands now, until Zahid Valencia moves up to this weight class, I'm going to take Bo Nickel. Yeah, um... And that's not to insult yep. Ohio State fans or Miles Martin so, himself. When, 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 I, when I pick this, I pick who I think is most likely to win. Not who I want to win. Not who I think has a really good shot of winning. I'm thinking who's the most likely person to win this weight class. And that's where you and I differ. When I pick really? this when I pick this weight class right here, because I am 100% sure Bo Nichols going to win this weight class, just like I was 100% sure last year Gabe Dean was going to pick this weight class, I'm picking Bo Nickel. That way I'm wrong. Because I like to be wrong. Oh, yeah. Okay. You see what I'm doing like now? It. You see what I I'm like doing? It. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to pick Bo Nickel as well. And I know, and I, know it's, I know it's boring. I know we're starting to pick this. I think we pick the same person every time um, almost. But look, and, and I'm playing the odds. Mymar, can he beat him? Yeah, he's done it many times. But my, I think what you, you brought up a great point. Mymar now, Mymar did beat Pete Renda in the finals of University Nationals. He did. So Had a great yeah. University Nationals. Mymar can beat Renda. Mymar definitely can beat Parker. He's done it. He's majored him. Mymar can beat Zavasky. I don't think they wrestled again. Mymar, um, 
and we'll see what it looks like with him up a year with another year growing into yes, that weight class. Yes, growing into that weight class. If he can, conti- if he keeps that athleticism and speed, and he's grown into that weight class, watch out. Um, but at this point, I think that if you're trying to actually be accurate and not just pick with the heart, it's Bo Nickel. It's Bo Nickel right now. I mean, he's one of the best wrestlers in the country. Four of the top six guys from this weight class, in my opinion, come from the Big Ten. All right, that's Bo Nickel, Miles Martin, Emory Parker, and Dominic Abinader. I will throw this out there, okay? I will throw this caveat out there. I would not be surprised if Dominic Abinader pulls a Georgie DiCamillo and goes from never All-American and makes it to the national finals his senior year. Yeah, I would gonna, not he, be he'll surprised. beat Bo Nickel in the semis, and then Miles and uh, Dom will have to wrestle in the finals. That's cool with me. <laughs> just putting it out there either way. You know, one way, it's just something that would not surprise me. No, um, that's a but great, again, great choice. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep hammering this back. I want to see Zahid Valencia at this weight class. I think it makes the most sense for the okay, team. Okay, well then, same as last, same as what we did last weight class. Zahid's here. If Zahid's at this weight class, yeah. you think champ for him? I do, I do, and that's God. I know we joke a lot. I have the utmost look. I, I, I get it. Bo Nickel is the man now. I totally respect that. He pulled off one of the greatest upsets. Well, in last the NCAA time they wrestled, did he beat him? Exactly. So it's not like you're being, a but rude. it's not. It's not even that. It's just I think Zahid is that great, that phenomenal of a wrestler. He's amazing. So. He's yeah. amazing. If Zahid was in this weight class, I'd pick him to win 84. If he's at 74, I'd pick him to win 74. Okay. Okay, so, so you've got Zahid winning one of the two. Of I, I really do. I think Zahid's a national champion. What champions. if he goes 97? Uh, <laughs> shut up. What if he goes heavyweight? Come on. Right, oh, if he goes heavyweight, no. But speaking of 97, let's go to our boy Colin Moore at 197. Unless you had anything else to say about 84. No, I think we covered it all. All right, cool. All right, so 197. Um, in case you guys haven't noticed, this weight class is really, really cleared out this year, and even more so after this year, it clears out a lot. Um, this year, it's returning zero national champs, six returning All-Americans by my count. That's assuming that Pat Downey the third is at this weight class. You've got Colin Moore, who last year as a freshman took third. You got Jared Hot, who did not uh, place as a freshman his sophomore year. He took sixth last year. He took fourth, losing big time to Colin Moore in that third and fourth Ooh, place match. That was amazing. Um, you got Pat Downey coming back to this weight class, in my opinion, um, if he does. Anyway, he did not place. Um, he took fifth a couple of years ago. He did, but didn't place did last wrestle. year. Yeah, yeah, he didn't wrestle last year. Everybody understands the the con- controversial aspects around that situation. And then we have um, what about your boy Willie Miklas? I said four returning All Americans at this weight class. What did I say? You said six. Oh, I said six. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you got Willie Miklas from Missouri coming up. He took seventh as a freshman, sixth as a sophomore. Last year, he, he lost the year due to injury. Um, obviously, didn't place. Um, you got Kevin Beasley making the transfer from Old Dominion That's right. after getting an eighth fifth place finish. There. Yeah, after getting an eighth place finish last year, doing that fifth year transfer, going over to Michigan. Um, and then you've got the ever dangerous when he gets on top because he's got one of the nastiest cross wrist tilts you're going to see in collegiate wrestling, and that's Preston uh, Wiggle. Wiggle, waggle, wiggle. So, um, interesting he, weight class. He does have a dangerous cross wrist. Oh, dude, it's nasty. Nasty. Um, so, look, without obviously it goes without saying, it's a very interesting weight class. It doesn't scare me much, though. Just like looking at the top, you know, looking at the bottom 15 or so, it's, I don't know. It's it's cleared. It's out. kind of a boring. It's, weight it's class. cleared out a little bit. Now I think that it's not without it's not without some excitement though. And let me tell you that, let me tell you why. Because I think Willie Miklas actually wrestling finally. So what I've read, there's it, a lot of people that yeah. think Willie Miklas is going to win this. Weight well, class. okay, okay. I think I think that 
you know, that's a little bold prediction right now. But from what I've read is that Willie Mickles was the national 97-pounder. But they had some guy, I can't remember his name. He was at 197 who was pretty good. I think he was a couple-time national champ. He might have went to uh, two world medalists. Uh, his uh, name was what's uh, his name? Jaden. Jaden? <laughs> that's what Tommy Rollins calls him. Jaden? It's Jaden. Is he the guy that didn't beat David Taylor but did beat David Taylor and then David Taylor threw a chair or something? David Taylor threw a chair and then he threw – I think – no, Kale threw a chair – and David th- Taylor just threw a bunch of shade on Twitter. <laughs> Kale threw a brick and it hit the ref in the nuts. I was there. I saw it all. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, so I guess you know. So Willie Mickles is actually now out of the weight class that apparently he probably feels better at. Couple time All American, and I wouldn't have been surprised if he wouldn't have got back on the podium last year. I know it was a deep eighty four pound weight class, so no guarantees. But we're talking about two time AA jumping up, feeling healthy. We've seen, you know, what we've seen a lot of. Is people that have been sucking a lot of weight and still having a little bit of uh, having a little bit of success jump up to a more natural weight and really take off because they can start to train and not so much worry about cutting weight. I think we see that with Miklas, and I tell you what, I know Flo's got him ranked third, but right now he's he is the he's the person that concerns me the most. Um, besides Pat Downey at this point, because I don't know, but taking Pat Downey out of it, he's the person that concerns me the most about his ability to beat Colin Moore. Okay. I think that's pretty fair. I I don't have any any qualms with how Flo has this weight class ranked, and just going over the top eight, they've got Colin Moore number one, Jared Hot number two, Will, Willie Mickles number three. They got Matt McCutcheon ranked number four, Preston Weigel ranked fifth, Beasley seventh, Jake Smith from West Virginia, who's really good in his own right, um, at sixth. I don't think he wrestled the NCAA tournament last year. I think he was hurt, but I yeah, I think that was the thing with Smith. But he was. He's really David a wrestler. Who, oh, yeah, Jake Smith, because he got hurt. He's yeah. got, he got hurt. My, my only qualm is this. Look, I, I'm not sure what Matt McCunchin has done to be ranked ahead of a Preston Weigler. Agreed. To be truthfully honest. Or what about or Kevin Beasley, who was an All-American? Yes, I think that was a situation, though, where Beasley got hot at the right moment, yeah, the right draw, the bracket, the bracket fell the way it should have done. And he, sure. you know, he got on that podium, and I'm not taking anything away from that. <laughs> I've never even sniffed a podium, let alone one at the national tournament. Um, oh, I sniffed one. It was super weird because I got caught doing it. <laughs> no, like, so you're the guy. I, I, almost, got a, I almost got escorted out. <laughs> for sniffing the podium. Yeah. After, uh, uh, what was it, Dubuque or Powell? No, it was Powell. It was it Powell? Powell won it. Were he you? caught me sniffing his drawers. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Jesus oh Christ, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I've actually, listening to some of these, listening to some of like the other podcasts and stuff, look, I think. Christian Piles believes that Matt McCutcheon could legitimately win this weight class or be in the finals. That's that's silly. To me, to me, it is. That's silly. Um, it ranks McCutcheon right is at- so limited. He, he look, he can definitely all American, but he's too limited to be. How did you guys. describe McCutcheon last year? Oh, I'm not getting into it. That was rude. You said he say. had a beer belly and stop it. Receding hairline. Stop. I didn't that say that. He looked that. like you. Yeah, I didn't say anything like that. You said that. Nope, didn't say it. You're lying. Look. I, I think McCutcheon is a great wrestler. I think he's going to be an All-American this year. But I think he's too limited to beat a top-flight a top flight guy like Colin Moore, who just, by the way, went and got a bronze medal in the Junior Worlds and is only, going, is only improving, man. This dude, I mean, come on. No. I, I don't think McCutcheon can win it on any day. I think he wrestled the tournament 30 times. I don't think McCutcheon can win it. I agree with you. Look, if we're making picks at this weight class— And that's what we're doing. I really— Man, I— I can't even find the words to describe how good that I think Colin Moore is, but 
even to take that a step further, how good that I think that he is going to be because we haven't even seen the best Colin Moore. No, he's getting, not at all. Look, bottom line is Colin Moore's giving you just the tip, and we're screaming for more. And I tell you what, he's going to give it to you this year. I hope he gives us more than the tip. No, I mean he's going to give you the whole thing. Is he going to give us the whole business? Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> the whole business. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all joking aside, Colin Moore gave Jaden Cox his best match last year. Who's joking? I said all kidding aside. Who's kidding? I, it's a figure of speech, asshole. Oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, um, Colin Moore gave Jaden, as Tommy Rowland says, <laughs> I love his it. best match <laughs> last year. Um, he was one of only two guys to beat. Uh, PFAR uh, from Minnesota. He beat him up beat him, in the Big Ten yeah, finals. beat him up at the Big Ten And gave finals. him a hell of a match at the NCAA tournament. And I'm pretty sure he stuck Jared Hout for third and fourth. Yeah, he fireman's carried him <laughs> and then dropped back. up to a headlock. Yeah. And just like was like, I'm done. And, you know, he, 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 he finishes that freshman season. Then he goes out to Junior Worlds. He wins a bronze medal. I mean, he's – the path that he's on, what, what would you call that? The uh, – the, Oh, I know what you're saying. Uh, what is that word? You know, the – Trajectory. Bingo. God, I, that's why I love you, man. <laughs> His trajectory. Right His trajectory that he's on is, I mean, it's phenomenal. And I think we may actually see him, if this weight class holds still the way it is right now, he may end up being one of the most dominant wrestlers in college this year based because of the weight class the way it is. But he scores so many points. But there's one guy in this weight class who could be at this weight class that absolutely scares me. PD3? Pat Downey. Yeah. Dude, the dude is a, the dude is a wild card. Right, and in more th- in more ways than ten, he's a wild card. No, no argument. I about mean, did that. you see what he did against? Uh, was it uh, Hout a couple years ago, or or who was it at the NCAA tournament? I think it was Hout. Yeah, I mean, he just... look. Here's a guy that went out to the NCAA tournament two years ago, brokered ribs at all after hardly wrestling. I think he went to the NCAA Barely tournament training. like what four 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 and one with a four and one. I, record? I think he, yeah, I think he had a couple more matches than that, but something yeah, like that, yeah. and goes out there and, and and grabs a fifth place finish. I mean, on just pure talent alone junior world silver medalist man he he doesn't get to wrestle in the tournament this year because of all the stuff that happened but then you go out and you see him at the world team trials uh and the u.s open and and look he beats gabe dean he beats gabe dean he he gets the first takedown on bo nickel and it was a legitimate flipping takedown oh yeah and then bo nickel obviously took him down off that and then trapped arm gutted him and, yeah. and freestyle look sure once that happens the match is over the guy has all the talent in the world and He's got more than all the talent in the world. He's one of the most talented wrestlers, probably. He's one of those guys, you know, and we had a kid like this on the team that we coached, and I'm not going to name names, obviously, that just pisses you off because they have the most talent in the world. But they don't work. And I'm not saying he doesn't work, but it's just like if they put it all together. What do you mean he doesn't work? Dude, he plays Frisbee golf. He, what was the other things? I don't remember. <laughs> Basketball. Basketball. I'm just kidding. Look, I actually like Pat. No, I think Pat, I think Pat needs to, I think Pat needs to be in a good situation with structure. You're right, and I think he's going to get that this year with Iowa. Well, um, I think he's got no other choice, right? I don't think – if, if any coaches are not going to let somebody slide, it's going to be Tom and Terry. Um, here's the thing that I think is going to hurt Pat down. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think there's a single guy at this weight class. There may not be a guy at any weight class that can keep up with Colin Moore's pace. Yep, and Colin Moore's not going to be going upper body with Pat Downey. Colin Moore's going to be freaking, you know, on dude, on dude's legs all day. Look, bottom line is, and I'll, I'll throw it over right now. I'm picking Colin Moore, and it's not even, and it's not even close to me. I am too, absolutely. And, and, and I think that Willie Mickles and Pat Downey can fight it out. Jared Hot obviously will have something to say with it, 
Um, other than that, I don't think anybody else has anything to say at this weight about a, t- a championship. I think it's you a fair know, point. I think it's a fair I, point. I like, I, I like Beasley. I like uh, Weagle. I think McCutcheon will probably All-American this year. Um, and I would like to – there's other guys that I would like to see do well, obviously. Dan, you know, Danny Chade from North Carolina, um, Rotert from South Dakota State. Uh, Do you see Kyle Connell's back after a year off? That was strange. Yeah, what happened? Dude from Kent State, he wrestles. Yeah. I think he goes like two and two as a freshman. Two and two as a freshman for Kent State, and doesn't wrestle last year. He said, um, "I read, I read something online that he said he just didn't want to do it anymore." Which sometimes things happen like that, right? You know, if Pat Downey is not at this weight, if he is at one eighty four, I am extremely intrigued to see the type of jump that Cash Wilkie does after his freshman season. What The type of jump that he makes as a sophomore being well, in the, in the lineup. system. I've heard Wilkie might go 84. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's going to have to go one of the weight classes. Yeah, so like anyway. he'll be in the lineup. Um, Wilkie was a round of 12 guy last year, right? But yeah, he was. He was a round of 12 guy. Was he really? Yeah, he really was. I'm positive he was. You don't even need to look it up. I promise he was a round of 12 guy. Um, but anyways, I think he's going to make even a bigger jump, right? Because he saw, he made, we saw that jump being made at um, NCAA tournament last year. So, Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, if you say he was. I'm positive. If you want to pause it so we can go look it up, feel more, more than welcome to. Why do I got to pause it? Okay. What, what do you want to do? Freaking do a song and dance here? You know, the thing I like about Colin more than most is the fact that he is a humble person. Like every interview you hear, he's like, I'm just trying to get better. I'm just trying to get better. I'm just trying to get better. And I think that. I think we're going to see. That's funny because that's what I like about you the most too. Shut up. Look at the weight class. Look at it clear out after this. After this year? Yeah. Who's going to challenge Colin Moore? Weagle? Weagle's about it. And now granted, I'm sure there's always going to be a freshman or sophomore. You got some stud new guys coming into this weight class. Specifically, you know, one of the biggest recruits who actually went to, committed to Iowa. So Jordan Wood? No, I'll give you another chance on that one. Where's Wood going? Jacob Warner? Uh, Warner, yeah. Yeah. Where's Wood going? Lehigh? Uh, I think he is already at Lehigh, and he's their starting heavyweight this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just well, putting that out there. But at least I knew like who the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, Jacob Warner's very good. You're right. But, uh, no, I get you're, – you're, the point you're trying to make is well taken. I think – look, we're both picking Colin Moore at this weight class, and I but, would be extremely we, surprised if I don't see Colin Moore as a three-time national champion. Yeah, I'd be I, – I remember when we first talked earlier – earlier when we first started our podcast, I said I got him two – I got him with two championships. Mm-hmm. I see three now. Okay. I see three. Okay. You said you got who at two championships? Who with two? I said I had. I said I would be surprised if Colin Moore didn't win two championships before it was done. Absolutely. But now I think I got. No, that was earlier. Now yeah. I think I've got him with three. Absolutely. Oh, you're talking about in a previous episode? Yeah, previous. Like yeah, like episode two. Gotcha. Where everybody was listening. Gotcha. Total, I I I agree 100. percent I mean, I don't agree 100% that everyone was listening in episode two, but <laughs> I digress. And you were completely right about Cash, Cash Wilkie. In fact, he was beaten in the blood round by uh, Kevin Beasley. Yeah! You are right. I was right. Seven to six, I think. It was pretty close, wasn't it? Yeah, I looked it up. Seven to six. No. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> All right, man. So let's uh, let's move up to 285 pounds heavyweight. Um, I think, look, <laughs> we get to witness, I mean, this weight class has one of the greatest, one of the greatest U.S. wrestlers, American wrestlers of all time already, and that's crazy to say because he's what twenty one years old, twenty two years old. I think he's twenty one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what how old he is. You're exactly right. I mean, look, this weight class returns one national champ, six returning All Americans. It's headlined by Kyle Snyder, who you know is 
was a is already a three-time finalist. He took second as a freshman at 197 pounds. He's won the national title the last two years at, at, at heavyweight. Um, he's won Olympic gold medals, rural gold medals. I mean, he's winning everything. Big he, Ten titles. He's the 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 world international pound for pound wrestler. You know, best wrestler in the world. Um, he the the consummate the con, he's like what you would envision you know if, <laughs> what you would envision a wrestler, a wrestler being like I wish he was my son I I wish he was me I yeah. wish I was him yeah I'm just I putting it out there too. and you know and we could sit here and we could talk for 15 minutes about Kyle Snyder but we've done that so many times but you know to look at the kind of the rest of the weight class this isn't a light um, heavyweight weight class. There's some really good wrestlers out here. You know, I know it's overshadowed by Kyle Snyder, but Adam Kuhn, who is, you know, a multiple time world medalist on the um age level um yep. age level wrestling. And then you got a guy like Tanner Hall, who I think, you know, um you know, I think he all American, he took third or fourth. Yeah, so look, so look, you you've got Adam Kuhn who, you know, after not placing as a freshman, very surprisingly, in surprisingly, my opinion, yeah. um, was a runner up as a sophomore. He took third as a junior. You got Tanner Hall coming back who took third last year. Um, you got um you got Desi from Oregon State who's coming back after being injured. He took fifth two years ago. You've got the ever dangerous Nick Nevels who's really good on top. He took fifth last year. And you've got look, you the got people's our boy. champ, our boy. Our boy. Jacob Casper. Hey, Team Casper, baby. Coming out of nowhere last year to have a phenomenal season and finish with a sixth place finish at the at the national tournament. Let me ask you this real quick, Brandon. And it's a serious question. Has anybody else besides Jacob Casper sent us T shirts? On this in this weight, no. I don't got no T-shirt that says Team Snyder. Not in this weight. I did buy one off of uh, Cliff Fretwell. For what? I don't know. It said like Wu Tang and Rick Rick Flair, and it was like Woo. Tang. No, but I'm saying yeah, but that wasn't like a. I'm talking about for like a person. No, nobody. I, I don't know Team Coon, Team Casper, Team Snyder. Excuse me, I do have a Team Casper shirt. So right there, that's the guy I'm rooting for. He's a good guy, and he's actually he an Ohio guy as well. Ohio native. Yeah, Ohio native guy. Yes. So don't 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 does uh, a lot of good for the youth wrestlers here in Ohio. But yeah. anyway, don't get a trip. I mean, I like him, he's, and he's a great wrestler. You know what's crazy about this weight class, though? What up? I mean, you could legitimately see Adam Kuhn could legitimately go down as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time to not win a national title. Yeah, I think that if we really wanted to have this conversation, I think that his freshman year is going to hurt him with that. The okay. fact that the fact that he was he beat he'd beaten Nelson. He'd beaten. Um, he beat a bunch of guys yeah. in the regular season, and, and, and then he didn't. Bobby Telford, was he the Nelson. One seed going to the NCAA's that year. I do not think he was the one. Seed. Okay, but he was high. Like he was I mean, up there. definitely high, and um, did an All American. That's what's going to hurt you when you're looking at, because there's plenty of four time All American or four time All Americans that aren't even on that list. I now, mean, he was around the twelve guys freshman year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, he could go down as that. I, I'm sorry. Like I, I get the point you're making, and I'm trying to poke holes in it, which is stupid. It's rude. It's okay. Have done that. Um, but yeah, I get your point. Yeah, he's an amazing wrestler. I mean, and by amazing, I mean like one of the greatest of all time, probably to never win one. Couldn't agree more. Uh, in fact, that's why I mentioned it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, look, I think making a pick in this weight class is absolutely it, it's easy, in my opinion. We're both going to pick Kyle Snyder. Yeah, he's by far. I don't want to say by far. That's actually that's actually the wrong words to say. Look, at such a young age already, he's already in the conversation as greatest American wrestlers of all time. Yes. 
Okay, I mean, he's had a better collegiate career than John Smith. He's on pace of having um, as good as or even better international career as the likes of Jordan Burroughs or John Smith. Um, I mean, obviously, you got guys like Bruce Baumgartner that had longevity. And, the, the longevity you know, of Baumgartner. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that'll ever be matched again. I don't think so either, to be truthfully honest. Um, but what he just did, it's so funny, man. Like, when you stop and think about it, what he just did this past summer at the World Championships is the stuff that, that, that legends are made of. They're legends. He went out and he beat what was supposedly the unbeatable, the, the Russian tank, Sajalaya He himself. was unbeatable. Um, not only did he beat him, he beat him to secure the team championship <laughs> oh, for yeah. the United States over Russia. I mean, have you heard the? Uh, do you, are you fully aware of the story about Sajalayev and like how he came to what he is now? I don't know. I don't know much about it. So, Sajalayev, and I hope I have the facts here. Sajalayev was was a two time cadet world champ. Mm-hmm. Okay, and at the age of seventeen was when he was still what was technically a junior in high school, like by our sakes, what, how we would call. And we don't know how old he was though, by the way. Well, I'm, I, we do. I, we don't know how <laughs> – no, until proven otherwise, yeah. 17 years old, um, still a junior in high school by our standards, um, still eligible to compete on the cadet team, to compete on the junior team, to compete on the university team. Um, he goes out, and Russia puts him on the senior-level world team. And he goes out to Las Vegas at the world championships, and he runs through everybody out there. Mm-hmm. And then the second year – he does it again, does it absolutely again. This time he beats a, a, a very, very game. Um, I can't remember if it was in Vegas or it was the next year, but he beats the Cuban guy. Maybe it was Solace in the finals as well. Yep, um, that's that, 14. That, that might have been in Vegas. That might have been to Vegas. Um, the slapper around the world? Yeah, something like that. So as, a, as such a young kid, two-time cadet world champ, two-time world champ, this year he decides to go up to 97 kilograms. Was it 97? 211, 211, I'm sorry. It's 97 kilo. 97 kilo, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what Snyder wrestles at. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I'm getting my weights. I'm confusing collegiate and international weights. No, I, um, I, I do it all the time. Trust me. He's supposedly unbeatable. He's the pound-for-pound pound best guy in the world, and Snyder does it. I mean, yeah. that's the stuff that, that legends are made of, man. Well, it's funny. You, you know, you go to Kuhn, and you'd be like, hey, Kuhn, who's your best win? Oh, mine's Sajalive. No big deal, you, you know? Snyder and you say that. No, but I'm saying, like, if you go to Kuhn, and like, who's your best win? Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, you know, I beat Tony Nelson. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I beat Sajalayev, so so you suck. No, um, you know I think that I think. That but he Kuhn, does scare me. No, we Kuhn re- does scare me. Kuhn, well, Kuhn and Snyder wrestled, and it was a decently, I wouldn't say close match. Snyder dominated it. It was two years ago in a dual meet. Um, and Snyder, you could tell that the weight affected him in terms of um, that you know he couldn't move him like a traditional person. Kuhn is bigger than Medbury, but Snyder still was able, you know, but Medbury was another type of guy that was real big, right? Snyder beat him. Big and athletic. Big and yeah. athletic. Snyder had the ability to beat him. I don't think Kuhn can keep up with Snyder, okay? And and by that, I mean, Snyder's going to get on in on an ankle, right? Those ankle shots are the best for him to hit against a big guy. Because getting in on a leg, then you're fighting all that big old freaking ham hock that Kuhn Does has. Snyder not have some of the best low-level leg attacks? It's the best. Of not just big guys, but like anybody. Yeah, where do you think he learned that? Travell. Travell Travel taught him a lot of that low-level stuff. I'm telling you. But um, You know for a fact? I mean, I've, I've seen Travell teaching a lot of it. Travell teaches a better little single than anybody but John Smith, in my opinion. Okay. Seriously, I've seen, okay. it, I've seen it on flow. Snyder's going to be able to attack him at the joints. 
like they always do, and that's what he did. That's how he beat Kuhn before. Look, unless – and that was when Snyder wasn't even as good as he is now. Unless Kuhn somehow lands on top of him a couple times, you know, and I was able to spin behind him, what's Kuhn going to take a freaking double leg on Snyder? No. You know, so Snyder's going to be tactical. He's going to beat him. My, so let's talk about our, my pick Snyder, your pick Snyder. Let's talk about two through the rest. Do you think anybody can unseat Kuhn to make the finals? If I was going to pick one guy to unseat Kuhn to make the finals, it would be Nick Nevels. Okay, be I, that's what honest. I'm thinking. That's what I I'm think thinking. Nick Nevels has decent size. He's pretty good on top, fairly athletic. Um, I also think that Desi, if he's completely recovered from his knee injury from last year, Desi's dangerous. He what did he win a junior world gold or world yeah, he silver? He was a junior world medalist. <clears throat> yeah, and it was either a gold or silver. I mean, he's definitely got the talent. Um, those would be my two picks, and I feel like I I feel like I'm just overlooking what Tanner Hall Stoll? here. It depends on his injury, man. But Stoll's a big guy, right? He's a big guy, but not big like Kuhn guy. Not no, well, big nobody's, like Kuhn nobody's big. big like Kuhn. No. Nobody's big like Kuhn. Hall's not big like <laughs> what Kuhn. What is he, like an astronautical engineer? Yeah, he's trying he, to be, he's a, gonna be an astronaut? Fly, excuse me. He's going to fly around space. We don't got spaceships big enough for him. Well, he's going to build one. He's not. Yeah, he is. <laughs> God, he would be miserable. He'd have to eat those like RPI ready meal. Or what are those cars? The, the meals that, were, like, that they served to the military troops. You know who is Rations? A, yeah, rations. You know who I'd like to see wrestle is Kuhn versus Casper because I guarantee that's like that's at least seventy pounds right there. I mean, can Casper beat Kuhn? I mean, could he? How do you score on Kuhn when you're that? When, you just want to keep saying Casper and Kuhn. I know you. <laughs> I think that's funny for some reason. No, I what? I'm just I don't you're know. making shit up. Now you think it's funny. Um, I know you're picking this weight class. I know who your favorite wrestler is in this weight class. It's Conan Jennings. You've been following him since Conan! high school. Conan! Since he was in high school. He was around a 12 guy last year. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Conan Jennings was around a 12 guy last year. Conan, if people, if people don't know, he's a heavyweight from Northwestern. He's a junior. Uh, qualified for the NCAA tournament last year and had a hell of a tournament. He wrestled for uh, uh, the rival school that Brandon and I went to. So we went to Kettering Fairmont. He went to Centerville. We coached against him a couple times. Um, couldn't quite seem to be able to beat him. Best man, best fat man role in the game. That dude's got amazing fat man role. Um, but you know what? He's now ranked tenth in the country. So uh, he is. So props to Conan Jennings. Seriously. Um, so what's the big question you were asking me earlier? I'm sorry. We no, got I was like, can anybody beat Coon? And I, and I don't think I, my answer is, if I'm picking, I'm picking Coon to make the finals. I I think it's a very fair pick. I think it's valid, and I think it's probably the the smart play here. You asked me if I thought anybody else could unseat him. The two people that I can see unseating him would be Nick Nevels and possibly um, Amar Desi. Um, I, I, I'd like to say, see our boy Jacob Casper you know, better his sixth-place finish from last year. I think he's definitely got the ability and the drive to do so. Um, but this is just one of those things that where you know, it's, it's Kyle Snyder, man. This is, oh, it's his going-out party. It's Kyle Snyder. And I hope we get to see him wrestle a decent schedule this year because – you know, it's it. We're getting to witness history, getting to see greatness in action. And, um, yeah, I don't see anybody coming close to him. Um, Kuhn does scare me a little bit just because of his sheer size. He's big. But he's big. everybody that Kyle Snyder has wrestled has been big, and he's handled it quite well. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. So, you know, do we got a little bit of time to talk teams, or what are you thinking here? Yeah, we got time. Talk whatever you want. So I think this is going to be a, obviously one of the greatest team races we're going to see in a long time. Okay, so 
in terms of just statistics, Penn State has five guys or five number ones and seven guys ranked in the top four, mm-hmm. and then then three non ranked guys. But here, that's kind of a little bit of a. Um, and this is all preseason. Yeah, obviously. this is all preseason. But that's kind of a little bit of a concern because or not a concern, but a little bit not completely accurate because the three that aren't ranked, one they don't have Corey Keener ranked, who's a two time or a two time I think uh, NCAA qualifier, and they also don't have Cortez ranked or what is it Nick Lee? Nick Lee, right? Yeah, if they have Nick Lee in the, the lineup, which they're potentially talking about pulling his red shirt if they need him, you know that could be a potentially higher ranked guys. So without Keener ranked and Lee. They still have five number ones, seven in the top four. That is a huge, huge mountain to climb. Look, we've already talked about this before when I broke down the statistics on NCAA scoring over the last few years between the Penn State guys and the Ohio State guys. I still think that Ohio State has probably one of the best teams top to bottom, best dual meet teams. I think you're exactly Um, right. But to unseat a team like Penn State that can score so many bonus points at the national tournament, um, Ohio State has their work cut out for them, but I do see this as being a close team race this year. I think Ohio State has the goods to do it, but it's not going to be easy. Yeah, no, and, and I think to your point, I think exactly what you said. Top to bottom, they have a great team, right? Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, they have a great team. Nine in the top ten. The only one outside the top ten is uh, Tayshan Campbell, who's ranked 12th. He went 2-2 two and two last year at the NCAA tournament. Seven in the top eight. So preseason projections are for seven All-Americans with one, two, three champs and then a second place and a third place. That's pretty amazing. Speaking of rankings, I I don't understand this, so maybe it was explained, and if it was, I guess I should look, but how is Vincenzo Joseph ranked number one in flow rankings, 165-pound weight class, but in their pound-for-pound, pound, Isaiah Martinez is number five I've heard pound. Christian talk about it. So um, go ahead. Okay, Basically, ahead. he indicates that, look, for pound-for-pound, pound, you take the whole body of work, into the situation. Why wouldn't you take the whole body of work into it, into the other things? They too? do a little. They give a little bit more for the head-to-head losses for the for the rankings. I mean, I, I can't disagree with it. Look, I don't want to get into this conversation. I'm just saying. How about we talk about us? This doesn't make sense to me. I'm just. I'm sorry. I just don't get it. But okay. anyway, whatever. You know, no. So I think I think that people are realizing that this PSU, Ohio State. It, it, you know, that that's probably that's probably who's going to one of those two teams is going to win the NCAA title, but. There's still some other teams that are some pretty damn good. There's four trophies to be won, yeah. correct? Yep. Okay, That's so let's say Penn State, Ohio State have the first two locked up in whatever order. Yeah. Who's getting a third and fourth place trophy? Okay, I like Michigan. Michigan. Seven wrestlers ranked in the top eight right now. Okay. Ooh, okay. That's that's seven All-Americans. Mm-hmm. They've ranked seven All-Americans And right they're now. returning what? Six? Six All-Americans uh, They're well? returning one... Two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. yeah. The seventh one is Abinator. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, um, Oklahoma State. Down a little bit this year, and they still got six all, six guys ranked in the top six, plus All-American Gio Martinez. They got Pichinini at three, or Pichinini at five, Brock at three, Heil at one, Martinez at 13, Smith at six, Rogers at four, and then Weagle at five. Okay. The sleeper. <clears throat> Arizona State. Let's Arizona talk about State. Arizona State because this is where we have some some talks. Milhoff, obviously, Ryan Milhoff was an All-American. I think he took seventh two years ago for Oklahoma. Decided to transfer, had to sit out a year. Now he's going to be wrestling 125 for Arizona State. He's going to be ranked sixth. 
Nazer, or is it Nasir? Whatever it is. Whatever. 133 pounder. Pretty solid. But let's start getting into let's start getting into where we got some trouble. 149. Maruka um, was a national qualifier last year. Big time recruit. He's ranked 11th right now at 49. Mm-hmm. At 57. Shields, big time recruit, national qualifier. Really underperformed at the NCAA tournament last year. He really did, yeah. in my opinion. He's ranked 15th. And then at 65, you have Anthony Valencia ranked 9th. That leaves out a returning national champion. It does. I mean, you, you, so talk you're leaving this. out Surtis. So talk to me about this. I, I Look, I don't know what, what's going on or what the conversations have been there, but from a fan perspective, from an outsider looking in, I think your lineup is best served. And it's obvious. Look, I, I would say it, it's obvious that the Valencia brothers were probably cutting a lot of weight last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've said this before. I'm going to say it again, and I will continue to argue this point. I think your lineup is best if you have Maruka at 49, okay. Searches at 57, Shields at 65, Anthony Valencia at 74, Zahid at 184. From a team perspective, I think that's that's what makes you the best. You know what that does? I think that, that So let's just talk about potential All-Americans that we think are All-American. Milhoff, yes, right? Potential, yes. Yeah. Nazer, Probably. P- potential, but like... Anything can happen, but I wouldn't bet on it if yeah. I was a betting but he, But he's... He, you can, he's, nobody's shocking you for saying he can potentially All-American, right? Okay. Other than that, okay, so then you go to Maruka. I don't think he can All-American, but he's ranked 11th, so who knows? But then you've got the murderer's row. You've got T-shirts, returning national champ, Shields, who I think could definitely All-American. I think that, I think that he really underperformed last year in terms of uh, his ability to NCAA tournament. I agree. Anthony Valencia, who, fuck, freak, that's a tough way, but he could definitely All-American. Then you got a potential champ. Then you got Tanner Hall. I mean, that's enough points. I don't know if it's enough points to get a trophy with Michigan and Oklahoma State, but it's tough. Your sleeper's Arizona State. I'm going to throw out another team out there as a sleeper for that fourth trophy who I would actually um, – I would say it's between them and Oklahoma State yeah. as the fourth trophy, and that's Missouri. Okay, I think we're going to see a better Barlow McGee this I year. I talked about that. Okay, I think you're going to see a better Barlow McGee this year than what you saw last year. Um, I think – um, Ernesti is a big, big, big time sleeper at 133 pounds. I can see him making a lot of noise. You've got the extremely dangerous um, 41 pounder. Um, Ironman. Ironman, yeah, sorry. I'm not sure who they're going to have filling in at 149 for them Leith, this year. I believe is what, they're, what, okay. what the lineup says. Returning national finalist at 157 in Joey LaValle. Um, I'm not sure who's going to be their 60. Flynn. Okay, so Flynn there's, is going to be their 65-pounder. I think you've got the ever-dangerous Daniel Lewis at 174. you got Willie Miklas coming in at uh, 197. Weissman will be at, at 84, and he's won some matches for him. And then you've got the same heavyweight coming back this year, uh, Myers. I think Austin is Austin Myers coming back this yeah. year. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to see him so the do, interesting if thing, anything. But I think they're guys that could score points at the NCAAs can score a lot of points. They've got five guys ranked. Right now, okay. okay. They've got an eighth in Ernesti, a fourth in Ironman, a second in Lavalley, a fifth in Lewis, and a three in Michaelis. I mean, I think they've got similar type firepower as ASU, but I think that ASU might have a little more higher tier firepower with with returns to the Valencia brothers. Um, but only one of the Valencia brothers has proven anything on the, at the national tournament. Now you still got Iowa, who, you know, they've got seven guys ranked. You know, the team that I was the most surprised with, and, and this might. Talk about Iowa for a second. Okay. First. Talk about Iowa. So, Look. so Iowa's got uh, Locks, who's ranked at one, ranked twentieth at one thirty three. He's the guy that Thomasella wrestled when they went to the yeah. duel. And 
no, I'm not. I, I don't yeah. see anything in that kid that's going to All-American. No, I agree. Sorensen, Camera. Yep. Marinelli. Yep. Caleb Young, who I think he can. I think he. Can. He's a bubble guy. Yeah. Um, Wilkie or Downey. Okay. Wilkie and Downey, I should say, yep. depending on where. And then Stoll. And Stoll. I don't see that as enough to score a trophy, in my opinion. Really? Okay. So what if Stoll All-Americans? That's one. Wilkie All-Americans, which is possible that because he just said it was two. Downey All-Americans is three. Marinelli All-Americans is four. Camera All-Americans is five. Sorensen All-Americans is six. That's getting you a trophy, buddy. So I guess the point I was trying to make is we can talk about potential and we can talk about what's already been proven, okay? Does Iowa have the potential to get a trophy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, th- I think a lot of it's going to depend also on what they do with Spencer Lee at 125. Do we see him Ooh. in redshirt this year, or does he get pulled out of redshirt? If he gets pulled, then I think that they're looking at They've got a pretty good chance that they, they, it helps them that much. But when you talk about proven, what's been proven, I think a team like Missouri or Oklahoma State has a little more proven on the table. Okay. No, you know. Yeah, I agree. So let's pick our trophy teams. Okay. You, you cool with that? Let's do um, it. And let's do it in order. Okay. Um, we'll go one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. So is that how we're gonna do it in order? We wouldn't. Do no, but I mean, like, I'll pick my one, you pick your one. Five. No, I'll pick my one, then you pick your one. Okay. Um, my number one's Ohio State. Okay. I love it. I love it. I think it's gonna happen. I'm gonna pick Ohio State as well. Oh shit! I think it's gonna be Ohio State this year. I think the cards are aligning, the stars are aligning. Um, it's gonna happen in Cleveland, home court, baby, home That's field right. advantage. Um, I like what they've got going on. I think. Uh, they got a full team, like they, a full team of studs. They have a full team. Everybody has the ability to do a lot of damage. They already have their big hitters. I absolutely agree. I think that last year Penn State had the perfect national tournament, and congrats to them. Um, I don't see them replicating that exact same success. I do. I don't think. It, I think it's going to be close. Oh, God, look, cool. Zane's going to score a ton of points. Bo Nichols going to score a ton of points. Jason Nolf is going to score a ton of points. Um, I'm not sure we see Vincenzo Jovis winning it again or making the finals. Um, he's still going to score some points. He's still going to score some points. Um, and then the other one. Oh, you're talking about Hall? Mark Hall? Yeah, look. Uh, Mark Hall. I don't know. God, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Look, but I'm picking off. I know. As well. well, I said they got I'm go- I'm going five number one, seven in the top four. Look, I'm, go- I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my homer pick Ohio State. Ohio State, State one, Penn State two. two. All Who's right. your three? Um, Let's just Michigan. I like Michigan. I do too. Damn. And then I like Oklahoma State before. I'm gonna go Missouri. Okay. Okay. That's fun, man. Just because just because you're picking on Oklahoma State, but I think Oklahoma State does have probably the fourth best team team. Okay. Well, I like that you pick against me because you pick against me. I mean, if you think about Oklahoma State, look at this. On any other year, on any other year, they would have a team that could legitimately win a national title. Oh, no doubt about it. All right. Piccinini took fourth last year. All right, Cade Brock, what, took fifth mm-hmm. last year. Dean Howe, national champ, returning all returning AA, Gio Martinez. you got returning AA, jo- JoJo Smith took, what, fourth last yeah, year? Yeah, a couple-time AA. Yeah. Um, Chandler Rogers, mm-hmm. phenomenal. 74, okay, Jacoby Smith, we'll see what he does. Yeah. 84, a hole. Mm-hmm. 97, Weagle, heavyweight, a hole. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, they do have the team to do a lot of damage. All right, man, oh, is there baby. anything else that we feel like we need to touch base on on this year? Preseason, way too early conversation. I got nothing right now, man. We, uh, we, we had a great app here. I really had fun talking about this. It was good. Had a good time, man. Um, all right, so I guess that's, uh, that's pretty much all we have for you today. I do want to go ahead and just give a little bit of a shout-out. 
out there. Um, we've got a local team down in Cincinnati, Harrison Wrestling Club, Harrison Wrestling Team, who actually started one of the state's first all-girls wrestling club in the Athena Girls Wrestling Club in the Cincinnati area. Listen, guys, November 4th, they're having a, a, a tournament um, that they're hoping to become the nation's or one of the nation's premier freestyle, folk-style tournaments. It's November 4th, $35 online entry, $50 at the door. Um, registration is going to be done at trackwrestling.com. They've got grades K through 12 um, divisions. So it's, I'm out. It's sponsored by Barbarian Apparel. I think this is going to be a great tournament. Um, so if you are in the tri-state area, you're looking for a place to have your girl compete and compete against girls only, this is your chance, November 4th. Check it out. Um, www.athenanationals.com. So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. And the reason why I say that is because typically girls in this area that want to wrestle against other girls, they have to travel three and four hours away to do so. So here you go. you got a tournament in your own backyard. And then also the following day is going to be the Barbarian Apparel Nationals Tournament, which is a boys-only tournament as well. So that's all we got for you guys today. We hope you enjoyed it. This has been the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 39. And as always, don't wind up on your back, bro.